0: I always say what I'm talking about. Right. Ugh, I want to walk into the but dying is dying and death is death, baby. Hi guys, it's Maggie Crane. We're back with Deadbeat after a month off. But so we just happened, can I tell them now? Can I tell them, as a producer Claire got engaged Yay! She's engaged. The it's a super big fucking rock. It's uh, and we were talking the last episode. We were talking about engagement rings, and I was like busting at the seams to be like, also, did we say it on there? No, because I was like, I want to, but we can't. So Claire got engaged. She met her infant niece, right? You could talk. I can talk. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I'm I'm not a tyrannical. <laughs> no speaking for producer Claire.
1: No, yeah, I met my niece. She's gorgeous. She's tiny. Her name's Madeline. After my dead
0: sister. There we go. See, full circle. Yep. Uh it's all about death here, baby. Beautiful. <laughs> Madeline Louise. Madeline <laughs> Louise. And then my but my uh more, my grandma. Mormor? She,
1: That's wild. Mother's mother. She, <laughs> she what's it called? She goes, I'm gonna call her Baba Lou because there's already been one Madeline Louise.
0: Baba Lou? the fuck is Baba <laughs> Shut Lou? Uh lady, just call the baby what we tell you to call the baby. And more and more you're you have a stupid name to, no no offense More, and more sounds great we used you to call offended f- all of the Swedish listeners all of them sorry Swedes the oh no the Swedes won't listen anymore and the, the Danes and the uh, very of, what, the Scandinavians is yeah, that what they, we call I them all together they usually say all right this voice talking the what unfamiliar is? voice is this is Bowie hello I'm Bowie my pronouns are they them they them Bowie here we go and also we I we don't know each other this is no. the first time have we met no, this is the first time we met each all. other. Um, we're sitting in a blanket fort. It's cute. It's really cute. They're fairy lights. They're fairy lights. It's for sound purposes, but it's also for like coziness purposes. And I think it's really already coming through. Uh, real quick, how do you know Claire? Um, Claire and I met working at a job uh,
1: that no longer exists, as,
0: as most jobs in this <laughs> yep. day and age. Uh, we
1: met doing customer service for a mm. fancy schmance pants company that. Uh, hasn't gone out of business yet, but basically because we're not there anymore, so... Um, we fucking ran that place. We did. We really did. Um, so you that's how the fancy n- pants. It was we fancy
0: did. loungewear, right? Yeah. It was like it was like fancy travel wear. That's insane like, to me that
1: some people riding would be on like, an airplane. But like, you want to ride an airplane and then get off and go to a fancy dinner. These are the pants for you. How um, much were they? How much? Like 160. dollars Can you
0: imagine being like, what will I do with this 160? dollars I just want to burn. I know. I'll buy my fancy, fancy airplane. airport. I just said, wow. It's been mm. too long. on airplane. <laughs> Planes, probably not good. I mean, I mean yeah. Listen, live your bad. Bliss. Live your bliss, but I, I feel I'd be okay with watching someone else watch porn on an airport and be like, live your bliss. But then if someone started jerking off an airplane, I'd be like Oh fuck. No, me. no, too much. Too much. Yeah, I'd be like, do that in the do that in the bathroom, like we're all doing. It. But uh Boy's here today because well again, I don't know a lot about your situation because I wanted to like keep it for the Keep it for, for the out. fans. Yeah, well, no, they're on the record, you know? Like, yeah. real-time, real-time reactions. That's what we're all about here in the radio biz. She said <laughs> under a blanket. Oh, my God. No, so you um, lost your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, how yeah. old were you? Um, I was 20, so it was in
1: May mm-hmm. of 2017. That's quite recent. Yeah, yeah, not long ago. No, not no. at all?
0: Yeah. Were you living with yeah. your mom? No, or? I was
1: living up here in New York. Uh, I had graduated from college about... 20 days before. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really thankful that I only did a two year program because, mm-hmm. like, if I hadn't, I would have been mid finals. Yeah. When, like, it would have just been a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I only did a p- two year program. I had just graduated and uh, I was, and I had just moved into an apartment by myself for the first time, wow. like, with roommates, not in like the school dorms. Mm-hmm. So, everything I thought was coming together. And then
0: there you go. It's yeah. Not. Of course. Everything's going well. You're <laughs> and then like, okay. Deaf. <laughs> is it the worst? Thing? Oh, it is the worst. I so can it. Great, great. Cool. Great. <laughs> How do you? Did your mom die? Um. So when I was sh- mom, not, not shitting
1: you, on my mm-hmm. 17th birthday, she was diagnosed with breast cancer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On my birthday, mm-hmm. y'all couldn't have waited a day? No, never. No. Never. I need to appreciate it. They were like, well, we were
0: thought about waiting,
1: but you'd be mad if we didn't tell you. And I was like, probably not. It was my not. birthday. I have been like, I
0: understood why <laughs> you
1: did that. <laughs> yeah. and I um, so she had breast cancer then. Uh she was pronounced cancer-free about nine months after that and mm-hmm. then this time she um had some really bad issues with her kidneys they didn't know what was going on it wasn't filtering like mm-hmm. her urine so mm-hmm. uh her whole body was swelling up like she had a lot of water retention and she was in and out of the hospital like the year before she died just kind of like them being like what's going on we don't know she has this yeah. like fibrous tissues in mm-hmm. her like abdomen that they can't like fibrous i don't know <laughs> really what it was it was like like things it was like it's like a mass but it's not a cancerous mass it's just like tissue there Mm -hmm. um and they couldn't they didn't know what was causing it and then finally like they did like a big fancy test and realized that underneath the the benign tissue was a mass in her mm-hmm. abdomen that mm-hmm. was a metastatic breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So that's how she passed away. It was, like, a hidden mass from, the, like, the fibrous tissue that was caused by chemo. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what really caused it. Yeah. yeah it
0: was that not too long before she ended up dying? Yeah, They. Yeah. they... The tissue stuff went on for a year. They found the cancer less than a month before she died. That's everyone I, I, I know. People, who, most people who I know who have died of cancer, um, are at some point pronounced cancer free. Yeah, like they're it like, happens so fast. So, like once yeah. it
1: is like metastasizes like you're like that's it there's mm-hmm. really it's such such a low survival rate especially with breast cancer that metastasizes like uh it's it's almost like a death sentence because you can't find it it can be anywhere like it, mm-hmm. it won't start in the same place like obviously like once you've cut your breasts off you have mm-hmm. a mastectomy like it won't be there yeah so you have no idea where it might pop up yeah. and like the chemo caused the fibrous tissues that hit it for so long of course, of and course. so like if she hadn't gone through chemo obviously she wouldn't have lived from the cancer but then we would have been able to see this cancer and so it's just a big spiral yeah, of like what,
0: mess. like when she was first diagnosed. You you just said how old were you? I was you? seventeen. Okay, yeah. right, right right, your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On my birthday, it was the day yep. I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, was was it touch and go then, or was it sort of? A um, little bit more? Yeah. So she had.
1: Uh, a really bad reaction so it was it was stage three so um Mm -hmm. yeah it was already not fully attached to her chest wall but almost like that would be stage four Mm -hmm. um and so she had a double mastectomy and she had all the lymph nodes removed in her left arm but they still had to go through chemo and radiation and they did this like really aggressive chemo treatment that like wrecked her like mm-hmm. they she um I like there was one night like I was home it was just us like it's just me and my mom like I don't have any brothers or sisters I lived with my dad isn't really like didn't live with us you know he lived apart and mm-hmm. so it was just us and she was really really sick and I took her temperature and it was 104 mm-hmm. and like anytime you have a fever above 100 when you have cancer like mm-hmm. you need to go to the hospital yeah. immediately and I was like huh ah! but it had just we just had like 15 inches of snow and i was like i don't know what to do and so i i I was i didn't feel safe driving in that because i just got my license like a year before and Mm -hmm. i was like this is a lot of snow i don't have time to shovel uh so i called my best friend's dad who and like mom who came and got us and they, like, had to put her in, like, isolation. They, like, put, like, we had to wear, like, full suits and masks and gloves to even go in and, like, see her mm-hmm. because every single one of her white blood cells were gone because of the chemo. So it was, like, she had, a, so they, they stopped that chemo immediately because, like, that's not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like, a nurse came up to me and, like, was even, like, you might need to say goodbye because of the chemo. Like, the chemo was killing yeah. her. Like, yeah. that's, re- like, the thing that was supposed to save her, like, was poison in her body that was trying to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. which blows my mind that that's what we do to people and like we can't find something else like yeah. i think that's awful so yeah it was that was really the biggest like touch and go part because of the chemo um once that chemo is done they went on a very, like, not small, but, like, a very regular regimen mm-hmm. and then on radiation. And once that chemo was over, like, and they switched to one that wasn't as aggressive, it yeah. was it was fine. I mean, it was hard, obviously. Like, chemo it, yes. wrecks your body. You know, she Terrible. was sick all the time. She was tired all the time. She, like, couldn't do the things she normally could do. And she, she was a hairdresser mm-hmm. and she lost all her hair. Mm. And so, like, that was really, really hard for her because that's, you know, like – she
0: went through a big process of like, can I do other people's hair when I don't have any? Like, yeah, and also it's like it's like when your business is doing other people's hairs, hairs I just said, do hairs. my hairs, do my hairs, uh, just doing people's hair. and when you don't have any, it's like it's right. Well, you were talking before we started yeah. recording. It's like you want it to be up to your standard. Yeah. So it's like a weird presentation yeah. thing. So yeah. I totally, totally understand that. Uh, so when you lost your your mom when you were 20, mm-hmm. that's such a. That's, that's such a hard... I feel like because I lost my brother when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it's sort of easier to be like, oh, you're a kid. It's like yeah. you know how to sort of comfort a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, 12 year old. I was a gross 12-year-old, so whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like kids, you're like, okay, we cover them. Oh, maybe they're not fully, like, aware and everything. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But people are, are like, can sort of face you more, I think, as a child. Mm-hmm. But when you're, like, a, in your early teens, it's weird because it's like... Oh, because technically, technically, you didn't, like, need to be parented. Yeah. And then, like, you didn't, like, it's not like you're losing the parent of a, as a child. So I think people are more like, how do we Yeah, respond? people had no idea because...
1: Um, I mean, to be, like, you know, I didn't live with my dad. I had, you know, I visited with him once a week because mm-hmm. the court told me to. And then in high school, it was kind of on and off. Like, we don't have a terrible relationship. We just, like, didn't spend a lot of time together, especially after I moved up here. So, it was really just me and my mom. And, mm-hmm. like, thankfully, her best friend was a um, medical emergency nurse at the hospital that my mom was at. Mm-hmm. And she was the head of that team. So, she was, like, my, like, rock, my, like, guidepost. Like, she's was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So she was really the only one who knew what to do with me because mm-hmm. she had lost her mom when she was like forty something, and she was like, "You're not a kid, mm-hmm. but it doesn't change how much you need your mom." Like, yeah. and and especially because like. I just moved like into being on my own, and I was still getting help from my mom. Like I had a full time job, I was working at a bar, but like I was still getting help from her. Like yeah. she was still like, you know, you God, know. my
0: mom still like slips me like wet twenties. Right, from like her you know, like her.
1: she like, would just like throw a hundred dollars into my bank account every couple weeks because she was like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and that all went away, and like, especially moving up here, and I was I was 20 years old, and I moved up here, and but always, you know, when I moved here, I knew that. I always had somewhere else to go. Like if anything happened, like if I lost my job, if I like, you know, things didn't work out, I could always go home. And then that home was completely ripped away from me at 20 years old. And I was like, oh, I don't have a home anymore. Like, I can't go back to Virginia. I can't be in our house Mm -hmm. that i grew up in like i had to like we were renting that house and working on buying it from the people we were renting it from like my mom was making every rental payment was a house payment yeah um and so but then you know i couldn't afford to buy that house i didn't want to live in virginia so i had to move out within a month at like like we had she died on like may 19th and i wanted to be out by the first of the first of july so like we had less than a month to kind of like Mm-hmm. pull everything out and and no one knew what to do with me except except for amy amy was like i got you i know exactly what you're going yeah. through and like but no like friends and family were like i don't know how to help yeah
0: because yeah well also because like when you go through loss as a child yeah. or like a even teen i feel like then you don't like i have gone through loss but i have never gone through like the repercussions of loss mm. like i've never had to like Look at the accounts, and I've never yeah. had to like I was the take executor. care of. Oh my god! Like, yeah, it's I, rough. yeah, because you're like grieving, and then you're like, oh, there's. Paperwork. It's yeah, like, there's oh, paperwork there's that paperwork. I don't know how to do because I'm
1: 20 years old. Yeah. What do you mean I, I have don't to do it now? What I... do you mean I have to file probate? What the fuck is that?
0: Like, oh my God, my wait, mind. I
1: have to take out a bond on my mom's estate to Dude make I, like, sure that I do it
0: right. What? I try doing my taxes on TurboTax every year. Yeah, like <laughs> plugging in my own numbers. I I can't imagine. Yeah.
1: I mean, again, Amy was such a rock because Amy was like, "No, you're not doing this by yourself. Like, you now have an estate. You'll have an inheritance. You are paying for a lawyer. You are paying for an accountant." You're you are not doing this on your own. You can afford it. I promise. Mm-hmm. And like I got a lawyer who knew my mom. Like his wife went to my mom for her nails. So like Aww. he knew her. I didn't know him. But like he knew her. And so he was amazing. Like my mom owed a bunch of money to different credit card companies. But once someone dies, you don't pay that. Like I didn't have – I wasn't required to pay that Um, because there wasn't, quote, enough money in the estate. And so I. it was really cool to be 20 and be like, you can talk to my lawyer that and like hang well. up the phone. Yeah.
0: It felt – super tight to be like my lawyer my lawyer will be calling you what a specific and not worth it moment of solace I, right like, like yeah my life is falling apart but i have lawyers so, and you'll be hearing from them yeah i felt very sassy I, I feel I like the say. rest of my life have i ever had a lawyer be like i'm not talking to you about my lawyer's present yep yep you fully don't have them on commission anymore yep. but you're still like
1: where's my lawyer oh i still use that like because people try i don't know if you know this but like when an estate closes after the estate closes hundreds of different companies and people will be like you owe us money your estate your dead loved one owed us money and now you owe it to us Mm -hmm. and like that's not legal like you can't once the estate is closed you put a thing in a paper and like they can't take from you but like so even now I'm like "Mm, you'll talk to my lawyer and then I hang up and they're never gonna call back no
0: but yeah it's probably like minuscule amounts of money yeah
1: I'm like like knowing this at like 23 I'm like (laughs) why I shouldn't know all these things I know
0: I know well yeah because 20 I think about like I'm 25 now, and even, like, I mean, five years ago was not that long time-wise, I feel, mm-hmm. for me, but also, like, just, I was in a very different place yeah. when I was 20. Like, I was, like, very much, like, still total baby. I'm still total baby. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> then even more so, and, like, I can't, like, you know, it's like I've gone through, I was, when you're 20, I was, like, in college still, and it's like, and mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do anything. Didn't like, know how to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like got parking tickets, like gave them to my parents and be like, I'll give you cash mm-hmm. and you take it. Like, you know, stuff like yep. that, which I, oh my God, I still tried to do that recently. Bad, bad, bad. But I I'm <laughs> fully just like, yeah, I'm you again. <laughs> but yeah, so do you feel like you were very different, like in a different place life-wise before you lost your mom?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I felt like, Definitely like BB, you know, like I was like, oh, like I said, had a fallback, had things to do, felt like still a college student. Mm-hmm. I just graduated. I still, had... And then like I felt like immediately I was like, I am more adult than every single one of my friends. Like my friends have no idea what it is to be an actual adult and I still feel that way a lot of the time like Mm -hmm. uh, my friends that are like I don't have money let me see if my mom can send me something like things like that uh so many of my friends still rely on their parents for so many things and I don't have that anymore and so I definitely feel like a humongous shift happened uh and it took a long time for me to actually like hang out with my college friends again because Mm -hmm. I felt so different from them oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. I I was like I you don't uh, know what Being an adult is. Oh, you
0: went on a date that sucked. Oh. Yeah, like, and that's another thing is like,
1: why do I give a shit about your life like my mom's dead Mm -hmm, like I don't care that you're having a bad day Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that changes as grief goes on and you're like yeah I also now have bad days like Mm -hmm. we're back on the same level of like how life is but for the longest time I was like I can't even hang out with you like you don't you don't know what it's like to be a person yet Mm -hmm. like I wasn't a person yet really you know like you're not really a person until after you're living on your own and you're paying your own bills and like you've you know lived a life and I'm like now, I have like, and it happened really fast, and none of you know what that's like, and I can't, I just like can't be around you anymore because you don't
0: know anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. Um, so you introduce you- you yourself up top. Uh, your pronouns are they, them. Mm-hmm. Um, were you going by those pronouns when your mom was alive? No.
1: I mean, well, <laughs> uh, my very, very close friends knew. Mm-hmm. I mean, my best friend from high school knew for like three years before my mom died, but I never came out publicly like because when I came out as not straight to my mom, she was super supportive, but like on the side definitely had a lot of issues and like had to talk through with her friends and was like, I Dep- don't know. if but, it's- Like I love
0: you, but maybe you'll
1: grow out of it. Yeah. 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 Basically, like is it a death phase? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Like, um... And, you know, we grew up with, like, my grandparents uh, were, like, deacons and pastors of Pentecostal churches. So, they're super chill about it. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, they, so, they were like,
0: hell yeah. <laughs> so, there's definitely, like,
1: a sense of, you know, that's ingrained in us. Like, even me. like of course. Knowing I was queer, I would go to church camps and they'd be like, if you're struggling with homosexual thoughts, we will pray it away. And I was like, yes, please, pray it away. Wow. Um, you know, so my, my mom... I didn't want to tell her and then I also thought I had so much time to like, of course, kind of you know ease her into that because I was really want like I had come out to a lot of my college friends by then. So you came out to your mom as
0: not straight, but you didn't come out. I never came out. I never
1: came out as trans or non-binary because I thought I had so much time, and the coming out had really happened that last like couple months of school to like my college friends, and I was like, great, I'll ease her into it, and then she was gonna die, and I was like, I don't want to make this about me, Mm -hmm. like I, because what if I come out to her and she doesn't accept me and then I don't get to see her and then yeah. I miss these last this last month with her that is the last time I will ever see her ever and I was like I don't want to risk that so I'm not going to say anything mm-hmm. and also my family who is there would have a uh, really hated it, would have ripped me apart, would have called me horrible names and been really upset with me. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't wanna I don't wanna do anything that like makes that happen. I'd rather just like get through this as cordially as possible and like spend as much time as my with my mom as possible and like really not need to I don't need this as much as like I know she needs me here and I need to be here. So I definitely like took a step back and was like, I'm not gonna come out. But it was also really hard uh, being surrounded by so many people talking about her being my mom and me being her daughter specifically mm-hmm. um, was really, really hard for me. Um, and I know that it was meant from so much love, especially mm-hmm. from her and, you know, the people that like her friends and the people around her, the people that really supported me. But it really was just like, oh, yeah Ugh,
0: this knife in the heart i don't want to like you're getting no comfort from <laughs> no, that because that's no. like you're like who are you even talking about yeah.
1: like yeah. and and obviously she doesn't know i i don't identify as her daughter you know anymore and so like it was it was definitely a really weird time of like i am making a choice not to do this because yeah. this is not what we need right now like what we need is to be able to be together and me coming out might stop that from happening mm-hmm. so in hindsight do you feel like that was I still feel like that was the right choice like Mm -hmm. I really do wish she she knew like I really wish she knew because I I grew like my mom like I said it was just me and my mom I never hid anything from her Mm -hmm. um until I was older and like this stuff started coming up and out and, and and I never wanted to hide anything from her but I was just so afraid and I think that If I had told her, like, it would have put, not that it was a happy time that I spent watching her die, but like, (laughs) it really, it would have put a much, I think it would have made it much harder and put a really big cloud over that period of Mm -hmm. time of her trying to get over that and trying to accept that. Especially, like, she was on a lot of drugs. Yeah. You know, like, I don't even know if she would have comprehended fully. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because, you know, when you're dying, like, they pump you with this drug called propofol, which is, like, literally, like, it's literally a, like, sedation. Because she was maxed out on her pain meds completely. Like, they were like, how are you still awake? This is so much... Pain medication. Uh, And so they started putting her in this thing called propofol, which is really like a sedation. And so she was like super loopy all the time. And I was like, I can't have this conversation with her when Mm -hmm. she's like this. Like all we can really talk about is like how much I love her and like our life together and that's it. I don't want to introduce new concepts into her brain where it is right now because she doesn't need that. And, you know, it really is about, uh, I think – before someone dies it is about the person dying obviously and then mm-hmm. after it's definitely a lot worse for the people that are left mm-hmm. but I was like I'm gonna show up for the person who's dying Absolutely. you know like I don't not that I don't matter because I do I'm her kid but <laughs> she matters a lot more like making mm-hmm. her comfortable and like making sure that this like progression through life and this journey to death is like as best as it can mm-hmm. possibly be in the in the worst literal possible situation like that mattered a yeah. lot more than my feelings yeah. it at the so- time
0: it sounds like you don't but I'll ask do you hold any anger about
1: that not necessarily to her but like not anger to her but a lot of anger towards my family because I'm I think that probably if my family hadn't been here they're they're if my family hadn't been there there would have been a lot higher of a chance that I would have come out to her mm-hmm. um they're just terrible people yeah <laughs> they're really awful don't I don't, love
0: that you have to share yeah. grieving with like a, a band of yeah. assholes yeah
1: no I like I mean as soon as she died I like they cut off contact with me um and so like because she was gone and they didn't have to or because uh, of are being queer no just because they hate me
0: cool.
1: <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> I, <you>. yeah, <laughs> they really they really didn't like me like uh I it's a long you know winding story of a lot of like it's a I think it's really about money and my aunt uh my aunt Tammy I'm gonna call you out bitch <gasps> um maybe I'll send this her. Oh, um uh no my aunt Tammy um she was like I'm gonna set up a GoFundMe for you and I was like cool I just made a savings account so because I didn't have one because I was 20 and I was like I don't need a savings account I don't have a fucking savings right account. Like, like so I was like oh I just set up a savings account and she was like you what you did what you set up a savings account and was so mad at me and was yelling at me over my mother's comatose body and I was like uh, mm, mm, gotta go and so I ran away Amy my mom's best friend and chase after me and uh Tammy and they had like this conversation that I like eavesdropped on I like went around a corner and like eavesdropped Mm -hmm. on them and You know, Tammy was always just like, I did this and this and this for her and this for her and I did this and I did this for her. And Amy was like, you can't hold these things over her head. And Tammy was like, oh, but I will. I will for the rest of her life. Oh my god, Tammy. Like, she's crazy. A and regular so, evil stepmom. So she, like, cut me off, blocked me on Facebook, blocked my number. Uh, this was, like, two days before she died. Mm-hmm. Blocked my number. Like, I couldn't even contact her. And right. so her husband called Amy to tell her that my mom had died because I had turned off my phone at that point. I was like, mm-hmm. but, like, uh, and then we go to the hospital to see her because I wa- I was like, I need to see her dead body or else she's not dead. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's had that thought, but that's yes. what I needed um, and they left like they had left before I got there and mm-hmm. I didn't hear for them for like three days after
0: and it was just like we already left yeah that's it's amazing i not not to like make an excuse for that kind of behavior at all but I, it's like incredibly common yeah for shit like that to happen after death because I feel like it's easier to be mad and petty about something in your control yeah,
1: yeah, than, to, definitely than easier. to grieve. Yeah, it's and sharp. so I definitely, like, with those people around, like, if they hadn't been there, there would have been a much higher chance I would have come out to her. Mm-hmm. So the anger I harbor is much more towards them than yeah. towards my mom. Like, she didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I made that choice, but I definitely made that choice because those people were in the room yeah. all the time and they were there. And, like, they honestly didn't give me enough time alone with her to even have – like, been able to have that conversation with yeah. her. Because um, they were, they were like, we're not going to give up our time with her. And I'm like, I'm her kid.
0: yeah. Can I talk to her for a minute alone, yeah, yeah, yeah. please? <laughs> how do you feel your mom, I mean, this is a dumb question, but, like, how, do you, how do you feel your mom would, uh, take this information like now
1: I mean I think like it would have been a lot like when I came out to her as queer uh, like I just think it would have been a lot of her being like you know I love you and like I'll support you and I think she'd probably think it was a little ridiculous at first because I I doubt she had even heard of what non-binary is at that point so Mm -hmm. it would have taken a lot and I think once we could sit down and really hash out like what it means, what it is mm-hmm. and, uh, and things like that. I think she really would have understood because I think like, she spent a lot of time talking about the, like, cause she was also like a Wiccan or like a metaphysical type oh, person. Yeah. Um, and so she definitely talked about the concept of like, Gender is something very different than the way that modern society talks about gender. And I think that, like, I could have deeply related to that when I talked, when I would talk about my non because especially after she had a mastectomy, she was like, I don't feel like a woman anymore, but I don't know if I, like now the concept of femininity is really confusing to Mm -hmm. me and and like so i think she was going through that journey anyway of like trying to understand the concept of gender and femininity and masculinity and so i think it really would have kind of helped that rather than hindered it and it would have really like encouraged the dialogue and that conversation and yeah i think it just i think it would have been okay i think it would have taken a lot of time Mm -hmm. um And I know that like she would ask a lot of people and they'd be really confused and I would be and it would you know, I'd be able to give her people to talk to about it. Um, But I think she'd be really confused mostly, but I don't think she would ever I don't think she would have ever been angry or Mm -hmm. like distant or, you know, cut me off or anything like that. You know, I was her only kid. We were really, really close. I don't think that would have ever happened. I think it. I, now looking because I've had top surgery mm-hmm. so um, because I'm a person who was assigned female at birth like I was born with breasts and they gave me dysphoria and I cut them off mm-hmm. um, I think that would have been really hard for her because she had to get a mastectomy not by choice Yeah. so I think that would have been a really big uh, like point of contention in our relationship because I chose to do that and I wanted that um,
0: compared to like she didn't get a choice like she had to or she would die um, has that ever been something that Um, ever informed your choice to get top surgery or were you yeah it definitely
1: was it took a lot longer for me to like really actually want to do it because I felt really guilty because I was Mm -hmm. like so many people in the world don't want this and have to do this to live Mm -hmm. and now I want to do it because I just they make me uncomfortable it's obviously a lot more than they make me uncomfortable like they like genuinely is the same thing like if I hadn't gotten it I would want to (laughs) die so like it does correlate quite well like when you're Mm -hmm. like you have to get it because you have this cancer in your body compared to like I have to get it because I have like you know these thoughts and things that make me want to cut them off myself which is super dangerous and unsafe but it definitely like gave me a lot of guilt being like but she didn't choose and now I'm choosing does that make me a terrible person like am am I like you know like what's the word kind of like getting rid of her experience Mm and you know making it not matter as much and yeah 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 so that was a really hard like you know, decision to make and then once I finally made it I was yeah. like no like this is what's right and what's good and mm-hmm. I know that my mom would not want me to
0: want to die so yeah you know uh-huh so I I you are I assume you are completely out everywhere because yes, you are yeah. talking to me. Yes, on yeah. record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only person, like, the
1: only person, probably at any point in my life that doesn't know is like my grandmother because mm-hmm. she would die. She'd have a stroke, and that would mm-hmm. be the end. Yeah, um, and I don't want to cause that. So like, <laughs> okay, so but good. like, no, she like because she found out because. Cunface Tammy told her that's that was her name. That's what Amy mm-hmm. and I called her, Cun, <laughs> Cunface, because uh, she the worst. Yeah. Um, she like told my grandma that when I moved here, like I started drinking and like I was working in a bar. Um, she told my grandma that. I didn't I didn't like just men. She told my grandma that I'd had sex. Like she told my grandma all those things that I told like my Aunt Tammy and I I thought were really close. They're
0: down there in New York City drinking booze and Literally. That's
1: she's from Georgia.
0: Like that's literally what that's she amazing. did.
1: She like when I talked to her on the phone, she's like, she's like, "How Sin City?" And I'm like, "What? I'm not. A, what? It's, it's a really a bad p- movie. Okay. Like, like, yeah. Like
0: what? The color scheme doesn't work." So she's the, the only you. person
1: probably that doesn't know. Like you know, my dad. Like my dad knows. My like my half <laughs> sister mm-hmm. on my dad's side. They all know, and like everyone else knows. And that was hard. Like coming out to all of them. But like, yeah, my grandma on my mom's side does not know because she. I'm just like, am I? I was gonna. You know We'll give it to her. You know, I was going to go visit her and my, my cousin was like, wait do I have to, like, misgender and misname you while you're there? Like, I don't want to dead name you and make you feel awful. And I was like, listen, it's not as awful as Grandma having a goddamn heart attack and dying in front of us yeah, when so? I tell her that I cut <laughs> off my tits because I wanted to. Like, she thinks I did grandma it. Grandma just dies on the yeah, spot. Litera- yeah, She thinks I did it because, like, I wanted to, like, uh what's the word? Like, preventative surgery. Like, that's why she thinks I did it because I told her it was happening. Like, I, ha- yeah. I had very large breasts before. Like, I had, like... So Grandma would know? She would know. Like, it's a pretty <laughs> I mean, you, Claire. Yeah, it's I, a pretty obvious them. change, like yeah. you know. I they love were, that
0: Claire would know. Yes, yeah. Claire would know. She, I witnessed the the, the,
1: the difference. The yeah, like yeah. they yeah. they were pretty big, so she would know. So I had to tell her something, and I was like, I don't. want breast cancer, like you and mom had. So yeah, you can't do really that. I cut them off. And then she was like, "Do you want me to pay for your reconstruction? I'll pay for no, no, no. Oh, no I'm okay. okay. I'm good. I don't. Thank you so much. I so the- I'm- I can't. It's fine. I can't. I don't want to take your money. Uh- <laughs> also, that
0: would make me want to die. Yeah. But yeah. So she's yeah. She's the only person I'm not so, out to. So you sort of but have been out mm-hmm. publicly after your mom yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah. So is that that's a whole other sort of like thing you have to then go through? It's yeah. like going through. It's like when you come out. I. It's like going through another like. like, you're figuring so much out. And And I did grieve, like, being her daughter. Mm -hmm. Like, that was something that definitely,
1: like, uh, because when, you know, when she was sick, the necklace she wanted to wear said mother on it. And I had a matching one that said daughter. Mm -hmm. And, like, those are really important to me, even though I don't necessarily, like, relate to that word anymore. And that word kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like... It's still true. Like, I was her daughter, and that is a completely different story than like being her child. I was never that. I never got to be like her non binary child. I got to be her daughter, and that meant so much to me. And like, Mm -hmm. it's so important to me that, like, that's such a big part of my identity and who I was. Like, she was my mom. She raised me by herself, basically. And I was her daughter throughout that whole time. And then having, you know, changing all of my pronouns, changing my name specifically, because, like, my my dead name is Summer, and I don't mind, like, people knowing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that was my name before, and she chose it, and she loved that name so much. She yeah. knew that she was going to name me Summer when she was 12 years old. Aww. And so, like changing my name also was such a horrible like experience Did you legally change your name? Uh, I want to it's mm-hmm. just so expensive because yeah, 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 I, I have to change ID, passport like yeah, sucks, you know yeah. like it's really expensive and like I've changed it everywhere else and all I really have to do is like just go file it um, but you have to like go when you're not doing it because of like marriage you have to like go before a judge and they have to approve it it's really annoying it's so um, yeah but um, so you know I when I change it I will be tr- making Summer my middle name because I don't want to get rid of it because it means so much to yeah. me because it meant so much to her like like she saw that graffitied on a roller coaster that mm-hmm. was our favorite roller coaster at our favorite theme park like oh. it means a lot and so grieving like her loss and then the loss of like who might. My- my identity was as her as Summer and her daughter um, because they're such different people really like because I hid myself in her for so long like I hid behind all of that for so long that changing my name really was the biggest change because like she chose it and she loved it so much and like it was hers and um it's it's still really upsetting to be like I feel like I'm making her mad because like wherever she is if she exists in the like the ether <laughs> um you know I you know I feel like I'm really letting her down in getting rid of the name that she specifically chose for me but I also know that like she's my mom all she would want is for me to be happy yeah. and for me to take care of myself and that name wasn't taking care of myself it made me feel really awful and like you know when people called me that I felt the same way I feel when people call me like she or her like it's the same like really icky feeling that yeah. I'm outside of myself when that happens so mm-hmm. I know that at the end of the day that's what she would want but it's still really hard to process like I I of did course, this to you mom. sorry mom
0: and it's also <laughs> it's like you're both it's like it's like a, do- a double whammy of like a transitioning period of yeah. like uh grief is such a transition it's like the transition of like having someone literally alive and then growing and learning how to stay alive yourself while that person is gone that's a transition and then literally like transitioning yeah
1: yeah Yeah. so
0: that's like i'm kind of happy
1: that they happened at the same time because it was such a big upheaval and they they all have it all happened at once which is nice like i didn't kind of
0: kicks your ass yeah you're like okay yeah i'm gonna
1: live i'm gonna live it fully yeah and I that's really what it was like I really think that's what kicked me into coming out like fully publicly and Mm -hmm. uh, making the change from being like hey my best friends can we try using these pronouns sometimes when you're around me alone like going from that to be like nope these are my pronouns call me them or I will correct you and Mm -hmm. if you like you call me something different on purpose that's not okay like that switch I think was definitely from like my mom fucking died like Anyone can just fucking die. Mm-hmm. Like, she lived for, like, what? Oh, like, a month after she got diagnosed with cancer again? Like, that could happen to anyone. That yeah. can happen to me. That can happen to the people I love. Like, I'm not going to waste time anymore, like, feeling like shit because what's the point? My mom's, like... Uh, biggest thing when she was like when she got sick that last time like because they offered they were like do you want like chemo injected into the tumor like it will shrink it a little it might like you live longer do you want um nutrition through a g-tube in your nose like that will make you live longer and she was all like every time she was like I would rather have my quality of life over my quantity of life and I don't want to suffer for longer if it's not going to be for anything yeah And like, I've really taken that to heart. It's like my like, I could just fucking die. I could walk out of this apartment and get hit by a car. You you know, like, I'm not gonna waste time feeling like crap the Mm -hmm. time that I'm with other people. And I'm living my life. I don't want to do that anymore. Because you could just die. Like my mom died at like 52. That's young. That's young. You know, I don't want to be 52 and then regret not doing things and regret not being myself Mm -hmm. so it really was like I think that the the transition into grief and and dealing with that and dealing with it basically alone because I was up here and everyone that knew her was not in New York like no one here knew her at all Mm -hmm. and so uh, you know dealing with that really alone and then kind of making the decision to be like right I've created a family here for myself I'm I'm going to be my full self with them so that I have this family and I'm going to cherish this family the way that I feel like and be present with this family in a way I didn't feel like I could be present with my family because I was hiding who I was. Yeah. Um. So definitely grief like kicked my ass into gear to be myself
0: also has to yeah you can't you literally can't go back to what you're doing before no like so you're like
1: i quit my job i like i was like i like i was like i can't i can't do this anymore like i'm not like it's ridiculous i I moved out of the apartment i had moved into Mm -hmm. i was like i can't live in this apartment that she was alive while i was here and like i can't i can't do that like i can't it's ridiculous um Uh, like i like the first thing i did when i came back up here after she died was rearrange my room because i was like it needs to be different like how the fuck is it the same as it was when she was alive that doesn't make any sense yeah like it just like the concept of like trains like the l train still runs like what like my mom's dead why is the l train running it doesn't make any sense yeah it felt like a complete upheaval of like everything that was normal was like why are you why why is this happening what
0: yeah did you run into the like you mentioned your family is not necessarily cool yeah, yeah. with, anything. with like, anything um were you ever were people ever like kind of dismissive of you coming out or are you presenting uh your queerness more outwardly and being like oh they're grieving like this is them like being no
1: well I mean I didn't come like I I, I, I haven't talked to them I haven't mm-hmm. like like I haven't talked to Tammy mm-hmm. She the last time she the last and only time she's contacted me since my mom died was her asking Which to sue you because of this podcast. She tried to sue the hospital. Oh my god! She Cammy. was like, she was like, can I sue? Like, can I like medical malpractice or whatever? They could have saved her and they didn't. And I was like. Mm she had cancer,
0: man. Didn't I, was, really had
1: it I was like, Amy, worked, It was the head of the medical, like nurses team. Like she knows all the things they could have done, and they did all of them. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna sue. Like that's really the only time we've talked since then. Um, like I, so I, they, they maybe they're probably dismissive. Like their kids still follow me on social media, so like, but also like their kids were super chill, so they probably don't like talk about me or yeah. like anything. Yeah. And you know, the family that like my cousins that do know about me have been really supportive and like really lovely and like my cousin Holly, who's named after my mom, because uh, my mm-hmm. mom's name was Holly, and so we call her Little Holly. She's not little; she's like ten years older than me. But <laughs> she's like, she was like, I told you our family was crazy, and you didn't listen. <laughs> and like, has been so supportive and really kind. Like, she was one that was like, Wait, do I have to like misgender and misname you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So she's been really, you know, she's really the only one on that side of the family that I talk to and cares and mm-hmm, is like on yeah. board. Um. Everyone else, I have no idea what their opinions are at all. And uh, who cares? Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever need them. Like. Like I've created yeah. such a wonderful family here in New York. Um I don't need I don't need these people. Like why would I surround myself with people who are awful and were awful to me in the worst time of my life when I could be around people that like love me for me and support me. They might not be blood related, but they're way better. Way better. And like my dad's side of the family Like, so my dad's from Yugoslavia and Germany, so, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of them don't understand. Like, there aren't really words for those types of things, especially in, like, Hungarian, which some of my family only speaks. Like, they are just like, what? I
0: don't get it. Like, it's probably even the 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 way we're talking about pronouns is like so english-based yes it's so so
1: english-based like they don't like there is there's z which is like the they pronoun in german but like it's so like everything is so gendered in that language that it's like so hard for them to understand but like my dad's side of the family are really just like oh okay like long as you're happy and and like i did tell them i was like hey like i'm changing my name um I know that you know me as this, and I would like you to call me Bowie, but, like, if that feels too complicated for you, I know you're making leaps and bounds with my pronouns and not calling me, like, your sister or your daughter. Like, if you still need to call me that name for now, that's fine. I will get to a point where I'll ask you to stop, but, like, I don't talk to them enough for... Like, and, I don't, and I feel bad, like I haven't been back to Virginia in, a, in two years because my mom's not there anymore and yeah. I'm like, why would I go? Yeah. Um, and I feel bad because I do miss them and I want to spend time with them. And I think if I spent more time with them, I'd be a lot more rigid about, you know, m- my name and my pronouns. But because I don't see them as much and like spend as much time with them, that's that doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, when I spend more time with them, like I'm planning to spend lots of time with them. Hopefully over the summer, like I will be a lot more. Like, no, this is what we're doing. Um, yeah. and I mean a lot of awesome. I think my dad definitely was like, "What do you think your mother would say?" And I was like, "I don't know, cause she's fucking dead." So like, hmm,
0: well, fight me. We'll never know. Never know. <laughs> Give me a Ouija board, bitch. I don't oh my know god, my would mom say. would be
1: so mad if I used a Ouija board. She's like, "No, don't fuck with that shit, okay?" We're gonna do that on no. an episode,
0: and Claire's freaking Oh out.
1: man, I'm so scared. <laughs> Why are you so scared because i
0: because like your mom said demons <laughs> well i i'll be i'll be fucking pissed if nothing happens if no demons come to me i'll be like what, what the fuck? fuck yeah i'll there be like all the no demons. yeah
1: what's it called drink this your mom didn't your mom believe that she could contact the dead yes yeah she was a medium That rules. Yeah. Oh, my God. She definitely... I have no idea if it was true. I was, like... I think in the way she supported me as a queer person, I supported her as a medium. Like, I was like, listen,
0: (laughs) if it makes you happy, fine. Like, whatever. (laughs) I love it's, like, you being, like, a tentative, conservative mother (laughs) about being, like... Well, if you have to do it... Like, uh, fine.
1: Okay. Like, she did readings for people. Like, people paid her to, like, talk to their dead family. Like, awesome. Yeah. That's I awesome. mean, they seemed like... They felt like it worked, and it happened like, great. Like, I, I was like, Mom, don't ever, like, read my shit. Stay out of my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm a teenager. Get yeah. out of my face. Like... But she didn't know things. Like, she definitely, like... I don't know if she was like theoretically like a medium or anything, but she definitely had like a higher sense of like she'd walk. Like I remember the first time I I stole um uh, I stole two little uh, eyeshadows or, or or eyeliners from Claire's and no one knew. Like mm-hmm. my friend knew that I was with, put them in my bag. Like you know they if the if anyone had known they would have come after you or whatever. And my mom comes in my room and she's like, "So where's that eyeliner?" And I was like, "What?" Well, that's
0: also such a mom thing. I feel like yeah, we like all moms are being no. So all right, so you want your your mother left you something? I don't know. I've been teased on this story. And yes. That's all okay. I know.
1: So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene. Set the scene. All right. She's in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a little background on what my mother does. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day while she's in the hospital, we cart her out on a wheelchair. For a breathing treatment, as the nurses call it, but really we went into the parking lot and smoked weed. Amazing. Um, So they they would literally like lower the little glasses and be like, "Going out for a breathing treatment?" Um, Yes, Andrea, we are. Um, And then we'd we'd come back for like uh, donuts Mm -hmm. um, because that's all she wanted. She was like jelly donuts. Uh, She wasn't supposed to be eating because she like her abdomen was blocked, but she was like, "I don't care, jelly donuts." (laughs) Um, And so it's raining. We couldn't go outside. It's raining. And she takes my hand and she looks at the rain. She looks at me and she goes, you know, it's, it's a masturbation kind of day. And I was like, what? Huh, Mom, what? We didn't oh, talk do, about sex. You didn't talk about We do not. Okay. We, <laughs> do, like, we talked about everything but sex. Like yeah. that did not happen. Like because, you know, I was queer. It was weird. We didn't want to like, yeah. we didn't talk about sex. All right. At all. And <laughs> she was like, it's a masturbation kind of day. And I was like, I, okay. And then she was like, I need to tell you about the female orgasm
0: <gasps> mom
1: no I don't I know how old are you
0: this point? 20 like, yeah <laughs> I'm 20 and I was
1: like I don't need to know about I, I know about the it's fine you're like I know I, but also I don't know I don't, I don't know, know anything but also don't t- I know yeah. all the things you're gonna tell me and she's like well I just want to let you know that there's a box there's a box in my room on the shelf and I was like no no don't stop Um, talking stop talking I don't want to know and she was like there's lots of exciting things in there you could wash them some of them are unopened and I was like I'm not using I'm not gonna use your vibrators vibrators? oh my god have you used them no I literally sent, <laughs> I sent Amy in there. I was like, Amy, find the box, throw it in the trash, throw it in the trash. Oh, my God. You take threw it. away your dead mom yes! daughter. I didn't want to see what has been so in her vagina. Funny. That's disgusting. Not all <laughs> the reviews. Not all the Well, she had like unopened, like, she was like, there's some unopened, like, candy things. For what, Mom? When's the last time you had oh. fucking sex? And then she told me. And then she went on and she, she was like, well, I had sex with this guy. And I was like, what? And she was like, I had sex with this guy. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't want to know. I was in the house. Mom. Oh. Like. So gross. Like, that was really like the most, it was the most like visceral day of her being like, Yeah, let me tell you how to masturbate. No, I don't, I'm, I don't need to know. yeah. I right, Listen. Can you? Uh. Time to die now. Yeah. This is when you die. I'm. Mom, or I'm gonna die. So like. Mom, please, please
0: die. You're ruining my life. <laughs> please just go away. I don't want to do this.
1: And she's like, Okay. All right. Bye. And she, <laughs> and, and she fucking died. She, she was like, All I. I imparted all my wisdom. I can <laughs> like, go now. I have nothing more to give you. But I just Goodbye. needed to let everyone know about the female orgasm, and that was it. And now everyone knows about it. Just readers. Uh. Readers. readers. Listeners. Uh, Reader? Listeners. Just so you know. Um. The female orgasm. Um, that's that's all that's all I'm gonna say you should know you should know about should it, know about yeah, it. Female, uh, I don't know anything about stuff. it because I refused I refused to hear so if anyone wants to teach me now about the female
0: orgasm uh, I'm still not
1: down I'm still I still don't understand
0: so <laughs> alright I think that's a perfect that's a perfect end note Bowie thank you so much for coming yeah, on if you want to plug any this will probably go up in early February if you, do you want to plug anything Or I mean you uh,
1: check out my website it's bowiedunwoody.com I take pictures Bowie what? bowiedunwoody.com okay. D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y. Uh, I take pictures and do design and you know I'm also an actor hire me Amazing. someone hire me does anyone want to hire me I'm a delight <laughs> you can hi- you can hire me to act in your in your things um please
0: You're perfect that's that's what I sound like in every audition <laughs> hi I'm Agrin please hire me please for to be hire in I uh, um, I can I can act I promise I can't but it doesn't stop most people okay uh great uh, goodbye. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs>